Coming up today, I've got a bunch of odds and ends for you, including the extreme midget entry list, some details on Corey Day's future, Darren Pittman back with the Outlaws, a Bristol double for Kyle Larson, and more. Let's go. Today is Thursday, March 31st, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Before we get into the news and notes for today, I've been thinking about something this week that I want to get your opinion on. On the open wheel side of things, we obviously don't get a lot of crossover between series for a lot of the top drivers. The Outlaw regulars aren't really allowed to do much outside of Outlaw shows, and even the All-Star regulars really stick to their series for the most part. And if you look at the non-wing stuff, there's more extracurricular activity for some of those guys, especially in the midgets, but I think less in the, in the sprint cars. I say that because on that side of things, I feel like it's a lot easier to have a sense for how drivers are doing at any given point in the season. I think that momentum can be a really big deal for drivers and teams. And like right now with the Outlaws, we know things have been going really well for Brad Sweet, even if you aren't super up on his stats and his results. You just have a sense kind of through the eyeball test that Sweet and that team are just on a roll right now. And on the late model side, I feel like it's very different because guys race with so many different series and tracks through the year. I feel like it can be hard to judge that kind of mythical momentum for some of these guys, unless you're literally watching every lap of every late model show and studying each guy's stats and who they're racing against, judging, you know, where guys are. I feel like it's a lot more difficult. Take Tim McCready, for example, a quick glance at the Lucas points and the defending champion is fourth and already has a win this season. It would seem like things have been going pretty good for him so far. But when you dive in, it's not really true. He had just the one top 10 finish with the Outlaws at Volusia and had an abysmal weekend at Bristol, which included a Saturday night crash last week. If you were just following along with his Lucas exploits, you'd think he was okay. But depending on how this week goes at Bristol, when Lucas is back on April 8th at Tyler County, I think you'd have a hard time picking him as a win favorite with how the last two months have gone for him. The same is true for guys like Overton or Davenport or even some of the regional guys like Dale McDowell or Chris Ferguson. Unless you're super plugged in, it's just hard to get a sense for how their seasons are going. And I feel like a big part of that also is like I mentioned before, like who they're racing against. Like if they go run a smaller regional show and there's not a whole lot of other guys in the field and they win, is that, you know, does that win count as much as another win across the country against Outlaws or Lucas? Like obviously not. I think it's an interesting thought experiment. I think something I grapple with as we talk about lay model racing on the show, like do I have a real sense for these drivers and their performances and how well they've been doing lately? And especially as we're doing wind picks and things like that, it's it looks a lot more difficult on the late model side to really get an understanding of where these guys are. Drop me a comment, let me know your thoughts on this subject. I'd be curious uh, if you guys have a sense of this as well. We haven't seen Casey Kane in a sprint car since the first night at Cotton Bowl a few weeks ago with the Outlaws, and he continues to try and get back to 100% following that nasty crash at Volusia during Dirt Car Nationals. The future of the nine team has been in pretty serious doubt here lately, but the car will be back at the track this weekend, just with a different driver behind the wheel. Kane tweeted this morning a photo of the KKR9 and said he'll be back at the track this weekend, but his name isn't on the car's wing cap. When the nine rolls out of the trailer, it will be Darren Pittman who will be climbing in the seat. Pittman filled in for Kane the second night at Cotton Bowl and is obviously a big part of KKR's history, having won the Outlaw title in 2013 driving that nine car. Pittman stepped away from full-time sprint car competition following the 2020 season, and he ran a part-time slate of races last year in the Swindell Speed Lap 39. He actually included an all-star win at Port Royal. Pittman has shifted his focus to Ultra Shield race products, which he acquired last year and is running with his wife, Mandy. 
Besides being the 2013 champion, Pittman is ninth all-time in Outlaw wins with 86. The World of Outlaws are at Lawton Speedway tomorrow night and Devil's Bowl on Saturday. And speaking of sprint car drivers, over the last few weeks as the Outlaws have been out in California, we've talked about Corey Day quite a bit as he made his Outlaw debut, picked up two second-place finishes, and led his first-ever lap with the series. The 16-year-old is from Clovis, California. He's the son of Ronnie Day, who won a ton around California in the 90s and 2000s in a sprint car. Ronnie was the first ever Trophy Cup winner and is a past champion of the NARC King of the West series. Along with that, Day has been driving for and being mentored by two-time World of Outlaws champion Jason Myers. So plenty of good resources around Day as he finds his own way in sprint car racing. I've seen and heard in a few places this week that Day will spend the early part of this season driving out in California, but is expected to head east later in the year and possibly run the Knoxville Nationals and a bunch more outlaw shows. It's good to see his schedule expand and for him to be able to get the opportunity to get some uh, experience on some of these other tracks around the country. He's already got a NARC 410 win. He won a USAC midget show last, uh, last season and very much feels like he's next in line of those really good open wheel racers that continue to come from California. If you look at the outlaw points right now, Brad Sweet, Carson Macedo, Gio Selzy, Corey Elias, Enrico Abreu, obviously even Kyle Larson, all California guys. And then you throw in Carson's brother Cole, who's racing in Ohio, Buddy Kofoid, he continues to grow and be impressive. All of these California guys. So Day is definitely a driver to watch this season. And as we talk about some of these young guys, he's definitely towards the top of the list of guys to pay attention to. Yesterday on the show, we talked about Kyle Larson, speaking of Larson, getting back in a late model this weekend at Bristol. And thanks to this week's Open Red Credentials Denied episode, we know that Larson will be back at Bristol next month with the Outlaws. According to Chris Dolak on that show, Larson is pre-registered to run both the World of Outlaws sprint car portion and the late model portion that weekend. Thursday night, April 28th, is a practice night with the 29th and 30th being race nights. All four features that weekend pay $25,000 to win, so if somehow Larson was able to sweep the weekend, he'd get a very nice hundred grand. The Cup Series is at Dover that weekend, so not too far away to go back and forth for young money. With the Cup cars back to practicing and qualifying, I wasn't sure how much we'd see Larson this season on dirt tracks, especially closer to those NASCAR weekends, but the miracle of jet aircraft is allowing him to make some of these weekends happen. So we've seen Larson do the Tulare Phoenix double, he'll do the Richmond Bristol double this weekend, and then at the end of April, it will be the Bristol Dover triple. I don't know about you, but I'm here for all of this. Now we just need to get Larson an Indy 500 ride at some point in the future. The Illini 100 is coming up this weekend at Farmer City Raceway. And while most of this event, uh, most think of this event as a late model show this weekend, we do get to see the debut of the Extreme Outlaw Midget Series. The sprint cars for Extreme got their season started back at Volusia, but the Midgets take the stage this weekend for the first time. The series released a pre-entry list for the weekend, and it's 35 cars strong right now with the possibility for it to grow come Friday. We've talked about some of the full-timers in the past, like Andrew Felker, the Boat Cars, and Kyle Jones. The list for Friday and Saturday also includes Keith Coons' cars for Bryant Wiedemann, Taylor Reimer, Kaylee Bryson, Mariah Ede, Brennan Crouch, and Caden Brown. Cannon McIntosh is coming, as is Zach Dom, Chad Baysflug, Ethan Mitchell, Chance Crum, and Ohio standout Jacob Denny. It's a very strong field for the first weekend out, and as long as the weather cooperates at Farmer City, we should be in for a good show. I think this race would even uh, maybe have attracted a little more USAC flair, but the sprint cars for USAC are at Lawrenceburg on Saturday. So a lot of those guys are headed in that direction. 
We'll talk more about the Farmer City weekend on tomorrow's show, but don't forget you can watch it live all weekend on Dirt if you can't get out to the racetrack. If you were hoping to see some sprint car racing in Iowa this weekend, you'll have to wait just a little bit longer as the IRA and MOA opener that was set for Friday and Saturday at 34 Raceway has been postponed because of precipitation and cold temperatures in the forecast. Series officials are hoping to reschedule that event for later in the season. Jake Blackhurst is the defending IRA champion and was uh, and with this weekend's racing off, the 2022 season will now open at Beaver Dam Raceway in Wisconsin on April 23rd. For more info and to see the full IRA schedule, head over to irasprints.com. There are two shows on the streaming schedule today. XR Plus has today's action from the Bristol Dirt Nationals, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. There is a lot of kind of rain and storms and stuff uh, around the, you know, kind of southeast and, and east coast this uh, this Thursday. And this is kind of going to be moving that direction as we head through the weekend. So make sure if you're headed out to the track or you want to watch something on streaming, make sure to check those Twitter accounts, websites uh, to make sure that the racing is actually happening just because of this uh, this kind of band of storms that's rolling through. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.